أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم Lesson number 156 Surah Al-Kahf Ayah number 99 to 110 And we will leave them that day يَمُوجُ فِي بَعْضٍ Surging over each other تَرَكْنَا Meaning when the Yajuj and Majuj will come out when they will emerge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to leave them. He is going to let them be free. He is going to let them loose. Ba'dahum, some of them, some of the Ya'juj and Ma'juj, yawma idin on that day. On which day? The day that they will be able to go through that wall. And when they will come out, yamuju, they will be surging. Fi ba'din into others. Surging like what? Like waves. Yamuj is on the roof letters Meem Wawjim and Mawj is wave. Wave of what? Water in the ocean, in the sea. And Ba'dahum Yamuj fi Ba'dim. What does this show? They're great numbers. That they will be like surging into one another, colliding into one another, coming in surges, just like waves do. So they will mix with one another on account of their multitude. And it is also said that what this means is that they will emerge upon the people to destroy their wealth and property, creating fasad. Just as a wave of water comes and it washes away whatever it touches, it sweeps away whatever it touches, breaks it down, destroys it. Similarly, the Yajuj and Majuj will come in waves, so many in their numbers. And they will destroy everything that they come across. If they come across some water, they're going to drink it all up. If they come across some land with anything on it, they're going to destroy everything. And very soon after the Yajuj and Majuj, what's going to happen? And the trumpet will be blown. Meaning the day of judgment will occur. فَجَمَعْنَاهُمْ Then we will gather all of them. Who? All of the creation. Jam'a In one assembly. In one gathering. All of the creation. All of the people. The people of the past and the people who will be alive at that time. The ints, the human beings, the jinn, the malaika, the angels, the wuhush, the animals, the beasts, as well as all of the various types of dawab, crawling creatures. All of them will be gathered together in one jam'a, in one assembly, in one gathering. To the point that even the angels of the heavens, they will be brought in this gathering. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in Surah Al-Fajr, ayah 22, وَجَاءَ رَبُّكَ وَالْمَلَكُ صَفًّا صَفًّا And your Lord and the angels will come that day. How? In rows. So the angels of the heavens even will come in rows. فَجَمَعْنَاهُمْ جَمَعَ One assembly. And why will this assembly be? Why will this gathering be? For the purpose of hisab, For the purpose of jaza, For the purpose of accountability and recompense. Some have said that وَتَرَكْنَا بَعْضَهُمْ يَوْمَ إِذٍ يَمُوجُ فِي بَعْضِ What this means is not only the Ya'juj and Ma'juj but the people in general. That when the trumpet will be blown the first time, because remember that the trumpet will be blown how many times? 
twice. So when it will be blown the first time, فَإِذَا جَاءَ وَعْدُ رَبِّي The trumpet will be blown. What's going to happen? Everything in the heavens and the earth is going to get destroyed. We know that the stars, the sun, the moon, they're going to lose their light. They're going to be colliding into one another. The earth, the mountains are going to be destroyed. They're going to be like fluffed up wool. And the rivers are going to be set on fire. The water is going to be set on fire. So you can imagine with all of this destruction on the earth, what is the state of people going to be? Because of the chaos, because of the fear, they will be colliding into one another. Coming in surges, in waves. And then what's going to happen? And then the trumpet will be blown again the second time. So you understand the two interpretations of the ayah? Then means the trumpet will be blown the second time. And then, فَجَمَعْنَاهُمْ جَمْعًا All people are going to be gathered up together. All the creation is going to be gathered in one gathering. Who is going to blow the trumpet? The angel, Israfil. Remember that there are three kiram, honorable angels. Which ones are they? Jibril, Mikail, and Israfil. The Prophet ﷺ used to pray, Allahumma Rabba Jibra'ila wa Mika'ila wa Israfila. These three angels are the three kiram, honorable angels. And each and every single one of them is appointed with a great responsibility, with a huge task to perform. And each of them is given a task which has to do with life. Like for example, Jibreel is given the task of bringing revelation. And revelation is what? It's the life of the hearts. Similarly, we see that Mikail, he is given the responsibility of bringing rain. And rain is what brings life to plants and creatures. Similarly, we see that Israfil is given the responsibility of blowing the trumpet. And when he will blow the trumpet, then the day of judgment is going to be established. And after that, people are going to live again. But for how long? For eternity. And remember that the trumpet will be blown twice. The first time it will be blown, فَصَعِقَ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ That whoever is in the heavens and the earth is going to be overcome by fear, is going to fall unconscious, is going to die. And then the second time he's going to blow the trumpet when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will command him in Surah Al-Zumur, Ayah 68, we learn, فَإِذَا هُمْ قِيَامٌ يَنظُرُونَ Then at once all of the people will be standing and they'll be looking. So the trumpet will be blown twice. وَعَرَضْنَا And when the day of judgment is going to be established, وَعَرَضْنَا And we will present جَهَنَّمَ Hellfire يَوْمَ إِذِنْ On that day. On which day? The day of judgment. And we are going to present the hellfire lil kafirina for the disbelievers arda on display. The word ard is to put something on display, to put something before the other so that he can see it very clearly. So what are we going to put on display? Hellfire. And who will we display it for? Al kafirin. And it's going to be arda 
You see the arda at the end, this is mustar for the purpose of emphasis. And to also show the enormity of this display. That it's going to be ardan aleeman, a great display, a very clear and horrific display. So that they will be able to see it very clearly. Why will the hellfire be shown to them, displayed to them before even they're admitted into it? This is going to be a part of the punishment. Because when a person comes to know, this is what's going to be my end, then before even he reaches there, it's as though he is being given the punishment. He is being made to suffer the punishment. So this will add to their grief and distress and fear. But how will the hellfire be brought on display? We learn in Sahih Muslim that Ibn Mas'ud anhu he said, the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, يُؤْتَى بِجَهَنَّمَ تُقَادُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ بِسَبْعِينَ أَلْفَ زِمَامٍ مَعَ كُلِّ زِمَامٍ سَبْعُونَ أَلْفَ مَلَكٍ Hell will be brought forth on the day of resurrection, pulled by means of 70,000 rains. It will be pulled by how many rains? 70,000. Typically an animal is pulled by how many? One. But hellfire will be brought with 70,000 rains. And each one of those rains will be held by 70,000 angels. Just imagine. What has to be tied up in rains? An animal. Something that is going wild. Something that has to be controlled. And hellfire is like that. Because سَمِعُوا لَهَا تَغَيُّضًا وَزَفِيرًا It will be inhaling, exhaling. تَكَادُ تَمَيَّزُ مِنَ الْغَيْضِ So this is what hellfire is. It will be brought, chained up, leashed up with 70,000 rains. And each of those rains will be held by 70,000 angels. What's the point of mentioning this? What's the objective of mentioning this? What's the point of informing us about this incident on the Day of Judgment? so that we can rectify our affairs with our Creator. We can rectify the matters that are between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that we begin to fear this day. We begin to prepare for this day. And we can begin to imagine this day that is right before us. So we need to imagine it. And we need to realize that there is nothing between us and the Day of Judgment except for what? death. That just the soul has to leave. And that's it. Which can leave at any moment. And once the soul leaves, that's it. Everything is going to finish for us. And on the day of judgment, it's either this view, or it's the view of the face of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The choice is ours. We are being told about this, so that we can prepare for that day. We can fear this day. Because this is a real day. This is going to happen. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells is the truth. Now who are the kafiri? Who are those people for whom the hell will be displayed? Hellfire will be brought right before them so that they can see it. Who are these people? Allah describes them. Alladina, there are those who kanat a'yunuhum, their eyes were fi ghita'in an dhikri. Their eyes were within a cover removed from my remembrance. Ghita. Ghita is from the root letters. Ghain ta ya. And ghita is used for a libas. 
a garment, a clothing. But such a garment that completely wraps, that is used for wrapping, that is used for covering, that is used for enveloping something. This is what ghita is. And it's such a thick cover through which nothing can be seen. It's not see-through at all. You cannot see anything through it, not even light. This is a kind of covering that ghita is. And figuratively, the word ghita is also used for ghafla, for heedlessness, for negligence. That when a person is blinded by his desires, he is blinded by heedlessness, that no matter what comes before him, he does not even notice it. He does not even see it. So these people, their eyes were covered with what? A covering. And this covering, it prevented them from seeing dhikri, my reminder. They were removed away. They were prevented from seeing the reminder of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even. Meaning the Qur'an. They were unable to see it, unable to obtain guidance from it. They were in complete ignorance of it. in an zikri. And this is something so sad. That the Qur'an might be right before a person. Right in front of him. But because his eyes are wrapped up, his eyes are covered up, he cannot see. He cannot benefit. He cannot enjoy. He cannot obtain any benefit whatsoever. It's like a person goes to a beautiful place, but his eyes are covered. He cannot see anything. It's as good as he's not there. He's not going to benefit at all from anything that is put before his eyes. in anzikri وَكَانُوا And they were لَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ They were not even capable of سَمْعًا Hearing. Yastati'una is from istita'a. And remember, istita'a has two meanings. First of all, istita'a is to be able to do something. To have the ability to do something. Lam tastati'a ma'iya sabra. And secondly, istita'a is also used for intention. When a person intends to do something. In Surah Al-Ma'idah, we learned that the Hawariyun, they requested Isa alayhi salam that هَلْ يَسْتَطِيعُ رَبُّكَ أَنْ يُنَزِّلَ عَلَيْنَا مَائِدَةً مِنَ السَّمَاءِ That would your Lord send down upon us a mahida from the sky? Not that is he capable of. But what did they mean by يَسْتَطِيعُ? Would he if we requested? Does he intend to? So لَا يَسْتَطِيعُنَ سَمْعَ Two meanings. That first of all, they were unable to listen. Just as their eyes were wrapped up, Similarly, in their ears was also deafness that prevented them from listening to the truth. From gaining benefit from what they heard. And secondly, لا يستطيعون, They never intended to even listen. And remember, summer listening is of two types. What kind? First of all, idrak. To be able to perceive the sound. To be able to hear what is being said. And the second type of summer is of qubul, of accepting. لا يستطيعون سمرا They never intended to accept. They might have been able to listen to the Qur'an every single day, but they had made up their minds, I am not going to accept. I am not going to change. I am not going to improve. I am going to stay as I am. لا يستطيعون سمرا They were made to listen to the Qur'an. It was right before them. But they blocked their eyes, they blocked their ears, they blocked their minds. And because of this, 
hellfire will be put right before them on the day of judgment before even they're thrown into it. This is something very serious. And we need to reflect upon ourselves over here. If you look, listening is something that is extremely easy to do. Isn't it? Do you have to put in any effort in order to listen to something? You don't have to put in any effort. To see something, okay, you have to open your eyes. To speak something, okay, you have to use your mouth. But in order to listen to something, you don't need to open your ears. You just need to listen. That's it. You just need to prepare yourself mentally. That's it. So a person who deprives himself from listening to something, what's the reason behind that? First of all, his dislike. That he does not like what he is hearing. And although he may be hearing sounds, he doesn't want to process the information that he's listening. He doesn't want to pay any attention to it. He doesn't want to understand it. He doesn't want to accept it. So what is it that prevents a person from listening, although he can hear? What is it? It's his bias. It's his dislike. It's his hatred. It's his contempt. It's his spite. He does not want to listen. How evil a person's nafs can become. That's something that is so simple to do. Something that is so easy. The nafs makes it so difficult. Or the nafs, it gives excuses to a person. I don't want to listen. You should not listen. You should not change. Don't listen at all. This is all from shaitan. Because shaitan is our enemy. لا يستطيعون سمرا And remember that not listening to someone is a great insult as well. How? Because in order to listen to someone, you don't have to do anything. You just have to sit there. That's it. You don't have to put in any effort. But when a person does not listen to someone, it's as though he's saying, I don't even give this much importance to you. I dislike you so much that I can't even bother listening to you. لا يستطيعون سمرا So what is the punishment for such people who don't even bother to listen, who don't even want to accept, except that the hellfire should be brought right before them. We learn in Surah Fussilat, ayah number 5, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَقَالُوا قُلُوبُنَا فِي أَكِنَّةٍ مِمَّا تَدْعُونَا إِلَيْهِ وَفِي آذَانِنَا وَقْرٌ وَمِن بَيْنِنَا وَبَيْنِكَ حِجَابٌ And they say, our hearts are within coverings from that to which you invite us. And in our ears is deafness. And between us and you is a partition. We cannot accept what you're saying. We cannot accept what you're saying. Say whatever you want, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to accept. And such people are the most unfortunate ones. Most unfortunate. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala questions, أَفَحَسِبَ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا Then the disbelievers, have they assumed? Hasiba. What does hasiba mean? To assume something. So have they just assumed? Do they think? That, أَن يَتَّخِذُوا That they can take عبادي, my servants, من دوني, besides me, awliya, as close friends, do they think that they can take my servants as awliya, whom they worship, whom they pray for help, whom they ask for assistance? Do they think they can do that? Do they think that it is right for them? Do they think that when they call upon my servants for help, they are actually responded? Do they think that they will not be punished? No, they will be punished. Do they think that this does not anger me? Of course it angers me. 
Do they think they are helped? No, they are never helped by those beings whom they call upon. If you notice the word ibad has been used, that they can take my servants as awliya. What does this word include? The servants of Allah. What does it include? Who does it include? All the creation of Allah. Because we learn in Surah Maryam, in كُلُّ مَنْ فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ إِلَّا آتِ الرَّحْمَنِ عَبْدًا There is no one in the heavens and the earth except that he will come to the most merciful as a abd, as a servant. And people have taken many servants of Allah as awliya. For example, there are those who have taken the prophets of Allah as awliya. They will call upon the Prophet Muhammad wasallam. They will pray to him. They will ask him for help. Although he has passed away. Similarly, they will pray to Isa salam. They will think that he is God. And ibad does not just include prophets, it also includes righteous servants of Allah. We learned about the story of Musa salam and Khadr. There are people who think that Khadr is alive and that Khadr helps us. And so they literally pray to him. Similarly, there are angels, jinn, other creatures like the sun, the moon, the trees, animals whom people worship. And they think that they are their awliya. That if they pray to them, they will be responded. That if they seek help from them, they will be assisted. They have taken them as arbabam min dunillah. Who can be more foolish than such a person? That if I pray to the sun, the sun is going to help me. If I pray to a person who has passed away, he will help me. Who is more foolish than this person? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inna a'tadna, indeed we have prepared Jahannam, a hellfire, lil kafirina, for the disbelievers, nuzulan, as a lodging. What is nuzul? Nuzul is what is prepared for the guest before he arrives. What is prepared for a guest before he arrives? His food, where he's going to stay, his bed, his room, his lodging, residence. Similarly, what are the activities that he is going to be engaged in during his stay? All of this is included in what? Nuzul. And remember, Nuzul is prepared before the guest arrives. And it's from Nazala. Nazala is to descend. So before the guest descends, Nuzul is the entertainment, the residence, the food, the lodging, all that is prepared for him from before. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّا أَعْتَدْنَا What have we prepared as lodging for the kafirin? It's Jahannam, it's hellfire. So what does this ayah show to us? That any person who calls upon other than Allah, who calls upon other than Allah, whether he is a mushrik, or he claims to be a believer, but he calls upon other than Allah, then he falls in this category of people. Because وَمَن يُشْرِكْ بِاللَّهِ فَقَدْ حَرَّمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ الْجَنَّةِ Whoever associates partners with Allah, Allah has forbidden Jannah upon him. So where is he going to go? Into hellfire. إِنَّا أَعْتَدْنَا جَهَنَّمَ لِلْكَافِرِينَ نُزُلًا And notice what has been said, that hellfire is entertainment that has been prepared for them. It's already prepared. Hellfire is where they're going to be. That is where they're going to arrive after their entire journey through life, through death, through barzakh, through the day of judgment. Where are they going to arrive? Hellfire. 
And what is prepared for them over there? Beds of fire. Walls of fire. Coverings of fire. The food that is of zakum, of muhl. And the companionship of who? Of those who are rebuking them. Those who are arguing with them. Constantly cursing them. As we have learned in the Quran. <laughs> 